the year is 1917. All of America is worried about the war effort in Europe. Tangling alliances have brought us all together. Brother killing brother. In the fields of battle of France, it's I, Dan Carlin, host of Hardcore History, here to teach you all about World War I in real time. The length of the war, each battle, the, f- the feeling of the bayonet going through your best friend's skull. The shells dropping right on your head and flattening you like an accordion, like Wiley e. Coyote. Trenches that were, that were naturally forming that they took advantage of. They were just always there, the trenches. And they finally found a use in the fields of France, where Germans fought the French because the Archduke of Austria got assassinated or something. France Wait a minute! This no, I got my. This I got isn't my Dan Collin at all. Just kidding. Just this kidding. Is you, Sean. Dateline. Ah, <laughs> uh, seriously sh- though, trench warfare, boo. No I'd joke. Be against it at all at all turns. I'd never. That's I the. But that's go. the only kind of warfare you're against. No, I like all the uh, drone yeah, strikes. Fucking rips, dude. Drone strikes are exciting. They're like a video game. Just like a video game. In fact, I think that's what most of the video games are. Yeah, you yeah. can't tell me Fortnite's not some kind of fucking yeah. military recruiting operation. You got all the kids out there uh, drone striking uh, wedding parties in the Middle East. Well, you never know who's at that wedding. Maybe there's bad guys. Yeah, but you get you get uh, in-game loot for it, though. So it's not oh, like they're doing it for nothing. You know, you get like yeah. drop boxes and whatnot. I mean, the guys doing the actual drone strikes, they get uh, loot, too. It's called a paycheck from the government. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, big, it's a big conspiracy, really. Why, it's a big conspiracy. Why we're not paying the kids on Xbox who are doing all the heavy lifting. Now, are you trying to suggest that when those kids are playing Call of Duty, they're actually... Yeah. They think, they think they're playing a video game. In, yeah, in a but virtual... they're actually controlling a... Oh, wow. Uh, like an avatar. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they're in that's there. Really, that's really that's what's happening. The, yeah, they're just in there giving other places the business, and they don't know about it. They they they're just at home getting high. Is that for every video game? Drinking like every I, video game. When I play Sonic the Hedgehog, what's my what's the real world consequence of those actions? Well, you ever have you ever actually met a hedgehog? No. Have you ever tried to Have you ever tried to pet it? No. Have you ever Have you ever fed it after midnight? No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that a hedgehog and a gremlin, or maybe not the exact same, but they gotta be in the same family. I'll be honest. Your first question is, "Have you ever met a hedgehog?" And I said, "No." And then you continued on a number of hedgehog-related <laughs> yeah, questions. No. <laughs> I really should have jumped ahead. To be fair to me, my questions were more gremlin-related. I was just, I was just being uh, sly about it. Oh well, I never met a gremlin neither. Would you like to? Of course. I got like, got like thirty six. I got like thirty six of them so far down here. I just oh, keep dude. getting them wet, dude. I don't understand. Damn, they love them. I'm and not you know responsible is, enough. Just don't feed them after midnight. That's what turns yeah, them into the Yeah, but it's always after midnight. Oh, I can't remember what happens. Do you feed them and then 
they pop off, or is it you get them wet? And no, you get them off. wet and they pop off. You feed but them. But then once you get, feed they them, go, they turn yeah. into them little monsters. Yeah, you get them wet and they're just goofy. They pop up and they're little goofy, like multiplicity copies. It always comes yeah. back to. I mean, but then yeah, when you I, feed them after midnight, and I don't know, like we got fucking four different time zones, five I think if you count Hawaii. Which why wouldn't you? I believe that's still a state. You think they're on island time? Pacific? What do they? What do they, uh, call them up? See what time it is right now. I don't. I got nobody in Hawaii to fucking call. You don't know anybody in Hawaii? No, I don't know anybody. I know people from Hawaii, but I don't know anybody that's there right now. Well, couldn't you call him up and ask him what time it feels like? No, dude. It's Sonny Dennis. I don't want to call him on the phone. What are you fucking insane? Just ask him what time it feels like right now. No, it's not worth it. I saw an Instagram post. He was in Hawaii recently. Maybe he's still there. Oh, shit. Maybe I should send him a quick message. Call him and ask him what time it is. Text him uh, ask him what time it is right now. I bet. Oh, I mean, if it's probably rude because it's probably 1 a.m. Oh, you know what? Shit like that. I'll just Google it. Yeah, that's probably a better answer. It's probably better, right? To be honest with you. All right. Anyways, what I'm saying is that it's always after midnight somewhere, and you can, hey. never, you can never feed a gremlin safely. What's so civil about war? Oh, anyway, don't get me started, brother. Don't get me started. I just realized that this intro, it, as as we recorded, is about five minutes long. So we should probably do the theme song, right? Oh shit! I uh, hopefully you remember to cut out the fucked up part. Eh. It's all quiet on the Western Front. It's all but a it's, fucked up part. But it's not quiet on the podcast. See no. what I did there because of how much we've talked already. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two Two boys in a balcony. We're back, baby. It's week three of the damn Academy Award Best Picture Watch Marathon Session Season. I'm a sleepy ass boy. I'm realizing. Yeah, but the more literally, I speak. like, literally, like two years since we started it. I think this will come yeah. out. This is going to come out on our anniversary, I believe. Oh boy! Oh boy! Happy anniversary, fuckface. Yeah, what'd you get me? <clears throat> I just called you fuckface. I gave oh. you a new nickname that I'm going to use all the time. Oh, that's fun. I'm going to get that on the back of like a custom <laughs> jersey or something. Oh, be maybe that's six- what I'll get for you. Be number 69 of the Boston Celtics. No, don't do fuck 69. Face. That's too nice. easy. It's nice. too easy. 420, baby. We love it. We celebrate it. 69. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's Episode. just start over again. I can't. I don't have the All energy. Right. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> this, All right. It's a I'm war back, time. I'm back to comedy, and it has sapped everything. All all energy and focus. and. Oh, I'm so just, sad to hear it. Yeah, I know. It, uh, Maybe we should have just pre-gamed the pod for 45 minutes. We could have had Oh, uh, but how? Time. We had to catch up. You know, we had how to, have you th- been? One of us said, and the other one we did just not answer. Fucking, oh, yeah, that's right. You're just rehashing <laughs> the I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to have the balls, no. the audacity to no, ask me how I am I, again. I do not have balls. <gasps> what happened? Well, there's, when you get to be an older man, they start to drop. And eventually, you, your knees are going to crush them off. Did you accidentally run over your nuts with your lawnmower like everything else in your yard? 
I mean, Ooh, boy, he's not happy with this one, guys. I'm walking the FaceTime call. Bill is pissed yeah, that I brought off the fucking. I've laughed. My wife Oof. left one of those sign. What are they? The, you know, the thing you hang a flower basket. A yeah, flower uh, like a shepherd shepherd's hook. Yeah, the shepherd's hook, and I Ooh, turned. And I turned it into modern art. Holy shit, dude! Ran it over with your, the lawnmower, dude. With that the didn't ride fuck mower. up your blade, dude. Uh, I mean, it's still mowing pretty well. Yeah. All right. I'm sure it's uh, pretty dinged up, though. Yeah, dude, yeah, it sounded like the world was ending. Well, it, it always sounds like the world is ending. It's certainly ending for that shepherd took. Poor thing. I've actually just uh, sold it on eBay for thirty thousand dollars, though. Oh yeah, and then I took a, a picture of that receipt and turned it into an NFT. And then I sued you. Yeah. Well, in the people's court. And they were like, "What is an NFT?" Judge Wapner. Yeah. Gotta watch and they Wapner. were like, and then they were like, "Judge Wapner died like 23 years ago." Yeah. Why is that the only reference we have for the People's Court? <laughs> the cases are real. The people are real. Remember the bailiff bull? <laughs> oh, we're yep. having fun. Yeah, I do remember the bailiff <laughs> bull. John Larroquette, always that little <laughs> slutty. He's a, yeah, the personification Marky of the male post. slut. It's the oh, people's court. Oh, Marky Post. Uh, Dude, how would you fare with trench warfare, do you think? Do you think you would shit your pants until you dehydrated yourself to death? <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty aggressive. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I would not stop shitting myself. I don't know if... Uh, if you can, if trench warfare is enough to get you to shit yourself inside out, I don't well, know. Well, you'd be peeing too. I look. I would be like uh, all the people in this. Every time they do do a shot of a guy cowardly pretending to be dead in one of the trenches, that would have been me in basic training. Yeah, I don't think there's anything cowardly about it. I think it's but just they, a survival. Well, they try instinct. to imply. They try to yeah, imply that they're being cowardly. Yeah, but did but in the grand scheme of this, this is a uh, incredible anti-war movie. Bill, it's an incredible anti. It is, dude. Movie. It's it's all like from the beginning, like that. Te- well, we'll get into it. Sean, you ride the bus. I drive the bus. I'm back here smoking doobies on the bus, and eventually, know. see, you're too scared to confront me. You're like, this is just a nine to five job. I just got to get it through the day. I can't tell this guy to get off the bus again. I would tell you, and I'm back here. I got a leather jacket on. I got a leather jacket. I'm flipping a butterfly knife. There's nothing you can do about that. You got a butterfly knife on you? I, I I would throw you off a bus I was driving so fast your head would fucking spin. Oh, would you? I wouldn't let you on the bus. Dude, I would love to see you get your bus driver's license. First of all, I get a job as a bus driver. Okay, all right. You think I can't do it? You think I can't do that? Drive down my street and stop in front of my house, and I will... Attempt to get on the bus, and I would like I'll to see you. I would kick you so hard in the chest off that. I'd pull the door open, I'd do the and door would so, fucking. So you would open the step door far enough like, for me to get on. You'd let me on the bus. Yeah, and then I would just fucking just boot you right the fuck out. You get fired. You can't do that. I'm a, I'm a customer. I'd say, I'd say, oh, he said the N word or something like that and kick you I right mean, in the I chest. I mean, I guess, I guess if you kick me off before I put my fare in the thing, yeah. Technically, I'm not a customer. Yeah. No, it's a it's it's not a public bus. This is I'm driving a Greyhound Peter Pan bus. I'm getting so fucking big with this thing. What days do you have off? For my bus driving job? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, get I do weekends. It, or, I mean, I'm sure that starting out, you got to do the weekend route. 
obviously. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I still have, you know, my day job and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, and you're so, doing yeah, this? This is a superfluous. This is yeah, an extra this job is, that you got. This is, yeah, supplemental Just to income. kick me. This, oh, you're getting paid for it, too. Wait, you think I volunteered to drive a Greyhound bus down your street to kick you in the chest? <laughs> I think you did. I think if we go back and listen to this, it's uh, completely voluntary. No, you've challenged me to get my license to drive yeah, a bus I, and then challenged I, me to get a job. So. I challenged you, but you voluntarily took the challenge. I mean, that's true, but uh, I did get the job, and part of that uh, good does for include you, dude. Do some you think, benefits and pay. Could I use your name as a reference? No, I just kicked you off the fucking bus. You're not going to drive the bus. I'm not going to well, give you the opportunity get to your, kick me off the bus. Could I get your supervisor's name? Because I'd like to report your aggressive behavior. Yeah, my supervisor's name is D's Don't say it. Don't nuts. say it. That's a D's, good one. D's Nuts. Get it? Like the kid's You're name? You're like Snoop Dogg now. Snoop Doggy is my favorite character from the Peanuts. Um, Man, comedy is alive and well in our hearts, if not our mouths. It is. It was a late night. I am. We're here. Doing the goddamn bright light of day. Uh, I think maybe I'm in a windowless room talking oh, to you. Oh, you're back in the closet that fell down. I am in the closet still. And we're here today to honor, God damn it. To honor, to give to give thanks and praise. To a film from 1929 or 1930. I don't... I think it's 29. It's 1930. Is Phew. it 30? Yep. It was the third Academy Awards. Hollywood, a papa beat about a flooby doo. What was the the so it's the second award of the year though, right? They did the yeah. like a six month thing. Yeah, they fu- they fucked up. These uh, awards were set to honor films released between August first, nineteen twenty nine, and July thirty first, nineteen thirty. The first awards this year were in uh, in fucking uh, nineteen. We're in April, and 3rd. they gave it to the Broadway Melody, which they gave it to the Broadway Melody sucked balls. With all due respect, I can't believe the fucking the level. I've watched three of the movies nominated this for the third Academy Awards. I've seen three of them. I can't believe. I mean, you've seen more than three, but you're just talking about the three that we've watched successively. No, no, I mean for the for the third Academy Awards. Oh, this okay. Award oh, ceremony. for this one I've in seen particular. Three out of the five right. movies. Okay. And the leap in quality from the second Academy Awards to the third Academy Awards is unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's incredible. They sound did not trip them up for long. I nah. was really expecting going to be like, oh, we're going to have five or six weeks of just like dog shit movies as they try and to we, figure this out. But they got we, it quick. We still might. I don't think so. Looking ahead down the road, we're going to be good. We're in good hands. God's hands. Uh, yeah. He's got the whole world in there, though. So He's got the whole fucking world in there. He's busy. He can't. Uh, not a lot of uh, trivia about these Third Academy Let's Awards. Let's make some up. Okay. They were hosted by Conrad Nagel. They were hosted Who, by the Gary Coleman. They were not. No. That's. That's what you went to? They were hosted by Conrad Bain. Conrad? Who the fuck is that? He is Mr. Drummond from Different Strokes. Oh, yeah. No, it was hosted by the the guy that owned the bike shop. Don DeLuise. Hosted by Bruce Valanche. Man. And Twiggy. Twiggy? 
Hosted You're, by Captain. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to no longer riff. I want you to submit everything you're going to say on the podcast to me in writing before you're allowed to speak. Because Hosted. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is... Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. I've had free free reign for too long. It they, really uh, is insane you didn't make me do that earlier. The first Academy Awards with a honored sound recording. Oh, that's nice for them since it's the second time they've <laughs> right. had movies with sound. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, again, it's it's only it's a short. They only got eight awards that they're giving out, which uh, that's nice. Now they now oh, they got too yeah. many awards. Too many. Uh, with best cinematography, of course, went to with Bird at the South Pole. What? Uh, Got me. It's a documentary about Rear Admiral Richard E. Byrd and his first quest to the South Pole. Oh, I'd like to see that. I bet that's I, good. I wouldn't. Best art direction goes to the King of Jazz. I guess. Uh, sound recording goes to the Big House. Best writing goes to the Big House. Best actress goes to Norma Shearer for The Divorcee. George Arliss for Disraeli. Best director and best picture, though. Here's where we get some uh, interesting information. This is the first year, Bill, that a movie won best picture and best director. Oh, well, look at that. Look We're learning at things. that. We're learning things. We're better for this. We are damn better for this. It was something else about uh, the damn, the damn wins. That I had, and I don't know where it went. Oh, God. Well, that's probably... disappointing for the listeners who care. <clears throat> oh, they're all gone. Which can't be many. I'm assuming it's very few. Me? After that, after that Twiggy riff, dude, they were like, fuck this. Dude, you don't think that people still love the Twiggy riffs? I don't, I, you know, honestly, I don't know if I know who Twiggy is. She was the uh, Tiny Tim thing. I don't know. It's a Johnny Carson reference, maybe. All right. Oh, maybe I'm oh. getting too old for this. Uh, this shit. All right. Hey, how about this? Uh, hey, there's a moped on the freeway. Oh man, Did what a great riff! What a great, <laughs> what a great video yesterday on uh, local Boston news of a gentleman <laughs> riding a Vespa cool. the, the wrong way on the highway, and fucking flawlessly, by the way, weaving Insane. in and out of traffic. <laughs> Insane. And, and the cars not fucking making any effort to get out of the way or to fucking break or pull over. They're just like, fuck off. Jesus Christ. Not again. Wait. I got an appointment. I got places to be. Uh, Yeah, that guy, man. And then when the cops grabbed him, I got so sad because he was so close to getting, getting away. I mean, let's be honest. He, It's quite possible that he was running away from like a triple homicide and they needed to catch him. But how the fuck do I know that? Yeah, but it's also possible that he was just very, 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 very drunk and didn't yeah. realize what was happening. Or mentally ill, I think. Or maybe he was just doing an all-time classic goof on all of us. The, uh, an all-time uh, favorite prank that we all I'd, talk about forever. You ever ride a Vespa the wrong way on the like highway, Bill? Kennedy got killed. You think that was a prank? You don't even know which Kennedy I'm talking about. Okay, which Kennedy are you talking about? John F. Kennedy Jr. You think that was a prank when he... When, when the he, plane went down. Yeah. I mean, first of all, he's alive. planes aren't supposed to do that. They're and supposed to fly to their destination. 
and that was a prank because he's still very much alive, giving us. Do you directions. think that he's still alive? Oh, he's Q, baby. He's Q where? He's he's the Q. He's Q. Do you think Q. he is the QAnon fellow? Oh yeah. I don't believe that. John F. Kennedy Jr. He's alive and well. Yeah. Well, say hello to him for me if you get oh, a well, chance. I'll, I will. He's coming over. Tell later. him I'll be down in Hyannis at some point, probably this year. If I can stop by his parents' place and pick up the things that they owe me. What do, what do, what does, slow down. What, what are you owed by John F. Kennedy, President well, John a, F. Uh, hey, don't let me finish. From the, it's actually from Jackie, but go ahead. Well, that's what I was going to, I was going to bring up the, the beautiful Jacqueline Onassis Kennedy. What right, do they well, owe keep you? Keep her name don't? out of your mouth, first of all, is what I'd appreciate you do. You're not classy enough to talk about her. And you are? Uh, well, there's a cigarette case. There is a, a silver cigarette case. Okay. There's a Zippo. Okay. There is a Samsonite, a set of three Samsonite suitcases. Filled with cigarettes. No, nope. it's all cigarette Cuban related. cigars. It's filled oh. with Cuban cigars. It's just for the look. Because you could do that. You could go and get them back then before the thing happened. It's just for the look. You don't like uh, they have they have a hi-fi stereo that belonged to my parents that I'd like back. Why did the Kennedys come and loot your parents' house? They didn't. We stayed there for like six weeks when our house was getting painted when I was a kid. And we brought all our stuff there. And then we left. We left in a hurry in the middle of one night. I still don't know why. But it was frightening. And I yeah. I have nightmares about it to this day. I'm gonna have but nightmares. I want my stuff back because yeah, I don't no. have much for my parents, and I would like these things that the Kennedys purloined from us. Anyways, uh, continue. I forget what wow. we're talking You're, about. You are literally <laughs> winded from that fucking riff. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. What are we doing? Oh, you got you got like fucking dizzy with the lack of oxygen going to your brain during the Kennedys stole my parents hi-fi. Comedy is rough, dude. Yeah, it ain't good. You can't just it's not like riding a bike. You can't just get back into it. Yeah, you got to work up to that thing. Holy oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I don't know if that riff flies uh, under the best of circumstances. Well, these certainly aren't those. No, they're certainly not. We're in the middle of a goddamn global pandemic. For only for another, as we record this, another uh, 12 hours. And then I just want to say that I think JFK Jr. is dead, and I think that it was an accident. I don't I don't know why I thought it was funny for a little bit to riff on that. I apologize. Yeah. To most of his family. Well, they're there's mostly, a couple, there's a couple they're of mostly dead, apologize. so yeah, who, I mean, who's going to fucking accept that apology? Well, there's a few that I don't apologize to. Oh, yeah, you and Joe they Kennedy III got that fucking they know, problem. No, no, they know who they are. Yeah, it's and he does. Joe Kennedy yeah. III, he knows exactly. Oh, who is the uh, the cousin there? Remember the rape trial back in the nineties? Oh, one of the one of the uh, the Shrivers. Shri- was it a Shriver? He was a Shriver's son. Was his last name Shriver? I don't think it was. Son I of a Shriver. Anyways, I don't apologize to him. Okay, and that's my right as an American. And the nominees. For the third annual Academy Awards are The Love Parade. Oh, it's a sexy romp in a parade. Directed by Ernst Lubitsch. Oh, didn't he do the thing from last week? The Queen of Mythical Sylvania marries a courtier who finds his new life 
unsatisfying. Oh, that's sad for him. Uh, this thing stars a gentleman who will come up again and again in these first couple of years named Maurice Chevalier. It's a musical. The best way I can describe Maurice Chevalier is he's a smiling French dumbass. I can't stand the fucking look of this guy. Uh, you are very uh, anti-French people, from what Ridicu- I've been able to, from what I've been able to figure out. You try and watch All Quiet on the Western Front. And tell me that you're a fan of the French after what they did to our boys. Dude, we wouldn't be a country if it wasn't for the French. They help us fight the British. Are you kidding me? Did they? Oh yeah, they yeah. did. We saw Hamilton. <laughs> Uh, the Love Parade. Another one of these musicals where they sing directly to the camera. Don't is that what it is? Yeah, it's just like it's like a goofy. Is it? Did you see this one? What are the three that you watched? We'll we'll get. How about how about we go with a little fucking? You know how excited I get. I got got fucking no. I got a notebook. I got a leather notebook that I'm reading out of, and you're coming over here and just fucking trying to jump ahead. I got a whole fucking thing here. We're gonna riff on them all, baby. Dude, I thought you were looking down at your penis. I can't see the leather notebook in the FaceTime call. That I do call my uh, penis the love parade. Uh, hey, big thumbs down on that one, fella. Oh, okay, sorry. Let's scratch say, hey, it out of the book. <coughs> hey, t- hey, hey, tell me what's in those suitcases the Kennedys stole from your parents. <laughs> I already told you they were perfecto perfectos. No, I wasn't listening. What the hell's a perfecto perfecto? They're the Cuban cigars. Oh. Just for the look, I don't light them. Uh, Disraeli, directed by Alfred E. Green, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, Benjamin Disraeli, outwits the subterfuge of the Russians and chicanery at home in order to secure the purchase of the Suez Canal. Oh, that sounds like it's probably problematic. Uh, it actually doesn't sound that bad, but uh, I couldn't find this anywhere to watch. And all I'm the sorry, clips I I'm saw. Sorry, had, you went through that. You know, sometimes you get those old movies that like have like a they, they're like tinted red or tinted blue for some fucking reason. Yeah, that, I think that's this movie. The whole thing is just in weird tints, which I don't like that. Yeah, that's not uh, that's Dis- not for me, Sean. Disraeli. It's it's not inconceivable. This movie Disraeli uh, comes out in 1930. It's not inconceivable that in 2030. There could be another movie about that fucking tanker ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. Wouldn't that be fun? You'd watch that movie, wouldn't you? Was that the name of the tanker? Oh, that would be fun. No, I think that was called Evergreen or some shit like that. Oh, Evergreen, right? Yeah. Yeah, we loved it. Remember that big tank boy getting stuck in that little river? That was a highlight of, uh, I'm going to say, February? (laughs) March, maybe? I don't know. Could have been last September. I have no fucking yeah, clue. Yeah, there's really no way to tell. Disraeli. Uh, uh, now we get the first of the films that I did watch. The Big House, directed by George W. Hill, convicted of manslaughter for a drunken driving accident. Kent Marlowe is sent to prison where he meets vicious incarcerated figures who are planning an escape from the brutal conditions. This movie that's, is... That's Excellent. Is it good? I saw yep. I saw a couple of clips on YouTube. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't streaming anywhere. You saw it. It was on Turner Classic, right? Yeah, this was on TCM a couple of months ago, and you, they rotate their stock so uh, much that it, it doesn't stick around long. But 
It's got uh, uh, Chester Morris, who has been in a couple of movies we've watched thus far, and he's going to be in another movie this year, the next film. That's uh, the Boston Blackie guy, right? It is. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Wallace Beery, who is fucking <laughs> phenomenal in this movie, and then Robert Montgomery. Uh, this is where all the prison tropes from prison films come from. They all come love from this it. shit. You I watch this it. movie and you go like, oh, yeah, they watched this when they were making Shawshank. <laughs> It's oh, got, I'm sure they uh, did. Shawshank's got big house DNA, baby. It's worth a it's worth a watch. I think you'd like this one a lot. I'm, it'll probably pop up on HBO Max. They got the TCM shit. Hey, I hope so because I would watch it again. I liked it a lot. Uh, and then the last nominee, my friend, is a movie I accidentally uh, didn't think I was going to watch, and then uh, I found it on Daily Motion or some shit. Yeah, I tried watching it, but I couldn't cast it's, it to the TV for some yeah. reason. Uh, my Fire Stick has that Daily Motion app, so I was able to find it on there. It's called The Divorcee, directed by Robert Leonard. When a woman discovers that her husband has been unfaithful to her, she decides to respond to his infidelities in kind. Oh, yeah. What happens? A lot of bumping and grinding? Uh, yeah, so this, uh, this, uh, a lot of, it, lot of implied anal. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if it's implied. Oh, it could possibly be on the, the surface. Uh, they never really get into the specifics of what they do in the bedroom, but they're spending a lot of time in there. Hey, ho. Uh, uh, Norma Shearer, who wins Best Actress for this, uh, role, she, uh, she meets a guy that get married. Uh, she gets married to, uh, the aforementioned Chester, uh, um, Morris. Morris. Uh, he and then on their third anniversary, they have a big party to celebrate their wedding anniversary. And this woman that this guy had like a one-off, one-night stand with while while they were married, comes to the party and she catches them in the kitchen, like pawn each other a little bit. In flagranto, they in flagrante delecto. He he tries to play it off like it was just a one-time thing. It didn't mean anything. She gets all fucking pissed, so she goes out and fucks his best friend. Oh, hey, just like this is just like Romeo and Juliet. Uh, I mean, d- it no, no, nope. Does anybody die at the end? No. No, oh, I guess it's not. And also, I don't think Romeo and Juliet were fucking around on each other. I think they were just oh, trying the to fuck. They weren't, dude. They just together. They just the wanted fuck to put they their. They weren't. They, they wanted were to put doing their it with everybody back then. I. You really got to might want to revisit that text because that's not in there I'd at all. I'd love to revisit it. I, I've never read it. I'm just going with a gut feeling that everybody yeah. oh, was fucking oh. everybody back. Oh god. Then. Yeah. Have you seen any film versions of it where? Nope. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. No. None of that happens in there, Bill. I'm telling you. I'm just, take it from me, a guy with a BA in theater from a state the university. Only thing- the only thing I know about uh, Romeo and Juliet is that uh, Juliet Romeo Lewis, must die. Juliet Lewis was in Cape Fear. That's true. And what? what? Yeah, and the other sister. Okay, good riff. <laughs> <laughs> sick, sick other sister reference. They're not all going to be as excellent as that. So just enjoy that one. Uh yeah, so she uh Norma Shearer, she uh she has an affair and then uh, they get divorced. Where that's where the titular divorcee comes in. Oh, that's why she got the moniker. 
and she just goes on a fucking rampage. She's just ripping through dudes. She's just like it's like a very progressive for the time. I would imagine it would be quite scandalous. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, every time and she th- won, she won best actress for it. Yeah, and she deserved it. She was great. Um, and then she uh, at the end of the movie, the ending of the movie is the only thing I don't like. She realizes through all of this fucking around that she really only likes Chester Morris. She misses her ex husband. And so she flies to France because he can't he can't be in New York because everything reminds him of her. Yeah. And so he he moves to France and then she goes to France on New Year's Eve to find him and then they reconnect and then the movie ends. I wasn't I mean, crazy about just, that part. He could have just moved to Vermont. Yeah, just you know, or even Long Island. Just get out of the yeah. city. You know, there's plenty. It's the old timey days. Just get a new apartment. Go to New Jersey. No one, you're never going to run into anybody. It's You know what? Even stay in the same apartment, but just a fresh coat of paint sometimes can really Or you know what? Get a up. fucking, get it, grow up, grow a pair of balls. You get, you get some throw pillows, you know, maybe a new slip for the couch. Change it up. Change it up. You know what I mean? Just take some pictures down. Yeah. Get it. Put all the pictures up. You don't even maybe need a new comforter. Get some posters. Get a new duvet. Get some Switch. black light posters. She's not here to tell you you can't do that. Yeah, now. dude, get your grow lights out too. You know what I mean? She, fuck her. She can't tell you you can't turn the closet into a fucking marijuana farm. Yeah. And the winner, best picture of 1930 is. All Quiet on the Western Front, directed by Lewis Milestone, starring Lewis Wolhelm. Lou, <laughs> a lot of fucking Lou's and Lewis's yeah, in this shit. Yeah. Lewis Wolhelm, Lou Ayers, John Ray, <laughs> Arnold Lucy, and Ben Alexander. They were the Tylers of their day. We loved you, buddy. The Kyles, the Tylers, the Aidens, <laughs> the Quins, <laughs> the Chandlers. Uh, what a picture. This one deserves this award more than any of the other movies we've watched so far. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's I've watched it three times. Flick. It's that incredible. Might be, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, this is such a, you can clearly, this one more than Wings. Wings, you know, we thought like, oh, there's some references, visual cues in Full Metal Jacket and stuff. But yeah, this is like Paz the Glory, Full Metal Jacket. Any war movie all fucking starts with this shit. This fucking thing was really, really good. Yeah. Dude, Bill. trench warfare. Not good. No bueno. I wouldn't be for it. I'd be like, hey, can I do, maybe I could do something in the back. Do you need anybody to work in the warehouse for Dude, this I'd be, war? I would, I would fucking gladly fucking peel potatoes for my country than yeah, go into a fucking need, trench. Do you need somebody to stay out back and dig latrines? Because I can do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it sucks. They're just fucking constantly being bombarded with fucking shells. They're all shell-shocked. They're all fucking PTSD. They're all in the middle of the, I guess not post, it's just TSD, right? Current, yeah, it's just... Uh, and then they just have to, like, jump into fucking ditches. Yeah, and then dude, like, that that shit, like... Covered under, that. all fucking cut up from barbed wire and shit. Jumping Oof. down with the bayonets and shit, dude. Yeah, dude. I'd accidentally stab myself in the foot with a bayonet. No question about that. Accidentally again. Oh, no. I cut my hand. <laughs> the hell was that? What's your that problem? Was, 
That Is was it your dog's asshole flaring no, up? No, a little puppy came in, and she's fucking shaking her uh, collar Yeah, I around. can hear it, and I don't care for it. Kick I her. Don't, don't, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Punch. <laughs> Take that, you dumb bitch. Punch. I say that in All the technical. Right, cut that she, out. Uh, first cut and foremost, out. no, I will not. Cut it out. Don't hit That's her the, anymore, Sean. Oh, it's I not, thought you were talking about I call my dog. F- it's funny between us. I called her a bitch. I thought that's what you were getting upset about. but No, the physical violence. Oh, yeah. Well, stop shitting in the house. Uh, yeah. I have a dog. I have a dog and two kids. What do we want? We want to, what do we want to talk about this fucking movie? What do we want to do Let's here? Let's do it. Let's get into it. It starts in a school. No, it starts with the guy talking to the lady. And he's talking about how many Russians they capture each month. Or each week. It's some pretty cool visuals, dude. Like, it starts with that parade of all the boys oh, yeah. going off to war. Well, dude, I mean, Broadway Melody, right? The camera, every shot, the camera was just locked. There was no movement. The fucking thing yeah. felt so stilted and boring. And then all of a sudden, this thing is, like, sweeping. They're zooming in from outside, going into windows. It's fucking pretty impressive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so basically there's this fucking parade celebrating the German army in this village somewhere, and then there's this this dorky-ass professor standing in the middle of a classroom, like, giving this propaganda speech to all these young men. Such a... All fucking, boys. Yeah. They're just boys, and talking about yeah. saving the fatherland and... And just about how, oh, your mother wouldn't give her son for the land that gave her birth. Yeah, just straight propaganda. And they're all fucking singing songs, and they're all having, they're all fucking so full of like, yeah, we're gonna do it. And they also, like, I think it's, this is, I don't know, I never know if it's intentional or not, some of these kind of choices, but the decision, because uh, this tells the story from the German side of World War One. Yeah. Um, but the decision not to have anybody speak with like an accent. Not to have the guy. They all sound like they're from the fucking Bronx. They're all like, just like the Bowery Boys. Like they're just like. Yeah, I mean it is. It is American made, right? It was all filmed right. in America. Yeah, but they made the decision like to just play it like, and and so that either could just be like, well, we don't know what the fuck we're doing because it's the '30s, or like, it makes it a lot easier for you to get on their yeah. side. Yeah, it's like, and doing, you forget it's that. Like, it's like Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo, Ruffles, potato chip. It's like Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight. Just don't even try to do the accent. Just no, but it's play it's, the pot. It's more than that because you're watching this movie and you're like, you get on the side of these guys and you're like, oh fuck, dude, I hope nothing happens to these. I hope nothing happens to Cat or nothing. Oh, happens do you think to that's Paul. why? Do you think then, that's why it is? Well, it, that's what it is for me, because then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, oh, f- fuck these guys that are shelling them. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. We're the ones that are shelling them. We're the ones that are trying to kill them. It's the goddamn French and Americans that are trying to fuck these boys up. English. And the English, of course, those fucking cowards. Uh <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, where you know, World War One, we're like, no, we were the good guys and they were the bad guys. But you watch this movie and you're just like, yeah, it humanizes the enemy in a way where you're like, oh fuck, this is a stupid thing that we're doing. It's a very stupid thing. Uh, they go to uh, they go to uh, so I'm gonna say it right now, Sean. War, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Uh. Say it again, huh? War, uh, good God, yeah. 
Uh, they go to uh, they go to basic training. This all feels very like Full Metal Jacket. Like this sequence is only like ten minutes of basic training, and it feels like Kubrick was like, ah, let's stretch this shit to ninety minutes. Let's do it. Yeah. We meet a guy named uh, Corporal Himmelstoss. Well, you you meet him earlier, Himmelstoss. He was the mailman. Right. And then he's like, in three days, or I change outfits, and I'm I'm a sergeant in the reserves. And like at at the beginning of it, when he is the mailman, like the kids are trying to grab the mail from them, and they're like, "Hey, Himmelstoss," and he's like, "Oh, you little rascals!" Right. Oh and yeah. Then yeah. He walks in, dude. When he walks in, and he's he's like, "I ain't the mailman no more." Ah, uh, nope. Straighten up, bitches. Yeah. He uh he turns. I mean, that's fucking a little bit of power goes right to this dude's head, and he's just fucking yeah, abusive and mean to them. Um, I can't. I can't pretend to make any be able to make any distinction between any of the uh the young men who are playing the soldiers. So I'm I'm just I can't. I just don't they all looked exactly the same, which I think is also another intentional like choice. Other than yeah. I mean they're than, all white boys. They're all Aryan youth. Yeah. But like in personality wise, none <sighs> of them like stand out. Some of them die, some of them live. I have no idea who's who. I mean, I think Paul does the main uh the main character. Yeah, you you do spend enough time with him, him and Cat. I mean, Cat just looks. Obviously. He's got like a very unique. And Tager, Mister Tager. Right. The, the uh, slim Somerville or something. Yeah, name? the dude looks like uh, fucking um, uh, Harry Dean Stanfield. Yeah, Harry Dean's not Stanfield. Stanton. Stanton. Yeah. Um, I can see that. So they go to the basic training, and they're getting beat up, and they're getting bullied by the corporal who's trying to just train them and shit. So then right at it, right Full Metal Jacket lifts this fucking right out. They have the meeting in the bunk where they decide they're going to get revenge. It's all, this is almost shot for shot in Full Metal Jacket, where they decide to pull the blanket party on uh, yeah. Himmel's Toss, and they bring him out to hey, the woods. I'm going to switch out my headphones. One oh, second. Oh, my fucking God. Just shut up. Just shut up for one second. All right. Oh, now you're going to qu- slowly drink your water just in in anger. It's the Nestle headphone switch. Sponsored by Nestle. Nestle branded Nestle toilet water. Chocolate. Purified toilet water for you and your family. Hey, Nestle. when you just can't make it to the toilet bowl to get your fix. Nestle. Bring it with you. When you forget to charge your Bluetooth headphones for the one fucking time you use them all goddamn week. God damn Dude, it, I use Bill. my Bluetooth you don't headphones use them at all. constantly. Fuck you in the face. You're one of those guys you that rides me. the bus and you use your phone speaker. Don't, don't fucking lie to me. When the fuck have you ever seen me on a bus, bro? Dude, yeah, when I'm kicking you in the I chest getting off the fucking bus. This is a callback, Bill, oh, to your fucking stupid riff. I'm Dude, showing you, you that I appreciate got, you your art. You haven't even applied for your fucking permit yet. I appreciate you, your but art. You're gonna fucking, I'm trying uh, to build off of your fucking stuff. I'm trying to help you out, make you look less insane. Anywho. Well, now I feel like a, now I feel like a real pedestrian. They grab Himmel Toss. They wrap him up in a blanket. They pull down his bottom, and they just start they smacking him on it the with bottom with sticks. They very gently, him. by the way. Yeah, and on his on his. He's still got his underwear on. They're not even taking it to bare skin. Uh, yeah, they, they should just... be fucking him in the ass. All uh, right, what? With sticks. Okay, I don't know about that. 
That would make a much That's different... how they did it back then, Sean. They no, were, it's it not. Was a different no. time. You see all the mouth-to-mouth kissing they do? You you think these guys should have fucking Jeffrey Dahmer this guy? You don't think? No, I'm not saying eat him. I'm just saying put no. sticks in his butt. Oh boy, you I I got some I got some spoiler alerts coming up for the uh, end of Jeffrey Dahmer's Wikipedia page if you want them. What is that? Uh, they uh, killed him by shoving a broom up his ass. Jeffrey Dahmer did? No, he was killed that way in jail. Oh, good for him. I mean, yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> Hey, that's what happens. You eat people. These riffs are coming fast and furious. Ah, uh, Fast and Furious like 9, Vin June 25th. Damn in damn theaters. Close. Can't wait. When is John, it? June 25th. Can't wait. John Already getting your tickets? No, I'm going to probably go see that while I'm down in Key West. Oh, you son of a bitch. Key West. When are you going to that? When are you going to Key West? Uh, I ship out in July. Maybe I'll be there. Oh, I hope not. I won't. Actually, we talked about it, but then we were like, "The fucking idiot's going in July." It's very hot, and the price. Why would he go in a? Why wouldn't he go at a better time? I get a daily update from Kayak.com where they go, uh, "Prices keep going up. You should have bought these tickets already." Do they put you up down there? What's up? We'll talk later. We'll talk talk about it offline. All right. Uh, They, uh, the boys, uh, they take the train to the combat zone. And it's just fucking chaos and shitty. Yeah, this is great when they're getting off the train and going up that hill. Yeah. They they get bombed uh, right then and there, and then a dude just dies. Doesn't even make it to the front, and he's yeah. killed. Uh, and then they, they get to their post with the old, uh, the old guard who are all sitting around hungry and fucking complaining about there's no food. And they're like all... Uh, Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like, hey, yeah, they're all. Excuse me, sir. When can we get some food? And they're like, Hey, uh, we haven't eaten since breakfast. <laughs> and then they just laugh right like, in their you face. Breakfast, you piece of shit. Uh, they're like, Well, where's the canteen? <laughs> I want to get a souvenir. <laughs> um, yeah. Does the lunch truck come by soon? <laughs> what are they? What are they? They're the second company. I don't. I've never understood what's the second company, first company. I don't understand. Is it JV, Varsity? Who the fuck knows? It's like, ah, uh, yeah. I think they do them like you're the this one and then that one. Uh, yeah, because they're and fighting front. Okay. They're fighting the war on multiple fronts. It's like left Twix, right Twix. Yeah, it's all the same, you know? You know, it's like doe a deer, female deer. Right, I got it. Fuck the race. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> we get uh we get a little moment of levity. There I are a couple of for uh that, Sean. I, uh, apology accepted. For apology moment. apology accepted. We get uh we get one of our first little moments of levity. Uh as uh as Kaczynski, uh known as Cat. A guy who's got a face like a fucking catcher's <laughs> mitt. Real fucking pug ugly, dude. He was in uh he was in uh the film The Racket that we talked about on the first Academy Awards episode. All right. He played the mob boss. And you can just looking at his face, you know exactly what this yeah, fucking guy called off. Yeah, he's got the face off. for it, dude. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's great in this, I think. Yeah, he's so good. He's standing outside of um, like a train or something that's delivering pigs to a butcher. And when the other uh, guy who's offloading the pigs turns around, he just hops in, steals a pig. Just brings this pig back to base, and then everybody loses their mind because they're like, oh, "We're gonna finally eat 
something. I mean, it's pretty exciting when you're starving. I don't know if you've ever gotten a pig by ill-gotten gains. Nope. When you've been so hungry in the middle of World War One. I. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever done that. I haven't, but my father did three times, and he used to tell me about it a lot. Was your old man in World War One? Was he born in uh, 1875? No, he was just a liar. Okay. <laughs> he, was a, he was a raging alcoholic. Yeah, just completely fucking delusional. <laughs> yeah, full of shit. Um, uh, yeah, so they... Uh, they pay, they, they charge all the guys for with cigarettes and soap. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bring me whatever you got. You got cologne, you got smokes, you got porno mags. You, you, got, get a, you can get a chunk of this pig. You got heroin for me? I mean, they didn't ask for uh, heroin. They asked for morphine. No, but he said anything you got. Oh, you think these guys all had heroin, though? Probably. Where are they in France? They probably came through Afghanistan at some point. <laughs> So, I mean, it's a roundabout way to get from Germany to France to go through <laughs> Afghanistan. Sometimes you have to go through a canal or two. You know, sometimes you get that fucking layover. where you just got to. Sometimes gotta... you run into a wandering trader. Uh, they immediately, they all get sent. They're told their first, uh, they got to go re-string uh, barbed wire at the trenches. Um, and they're just like, immediately like, just right into the shit. And they're, we're fucking into the fucking battle, baby. Dude, this, this scene, though, when they're. When they're walking with Cat and he's explaining to them, like what they're doing, it's it reminds me so much of uh, the Wizard of Oz with the lions and tigers and bears scene. Oh yeah, like yeah. Like they're yeah. walking and then uh, Paul like puts his hand on his shoulder and Cat's got his hand on the next dude's shoulder, and he's explaining about the bombardments and dropping down to Mother Earth and pressing yourself into her flesh. Yeah, and he's just like the, I mean they're all you know. Yes. I think they were like these kids are eighteen at this point, but then like later on as they get younger, it's just like it's insane. It's fucking scary. It's a stupid thing, dude. They yeah, have to, I don't they think have to, I want to do. Uh, I don't think I want to do the war anymore. I also think a guy shits himself. Yeah, he does. And okay, that's like ah, oh, it's happened to better man. It's happened to me. We'll get you some clean underwear when we get back. Yeah, yeah. Which, dude, I. Fuck, I would assume that everybody there is covered in their own piss and shit anyway. So yeah, I, I also, yeah, there's no clean underwear coming. Yeah, there isn't. It's, you either. But sometimes you just need the promise to look forward to. You can decide to scrape the shit out of that underwear or not. Hey, but... Kat said we got clean underwear coming, guys. This <laughs> was all right. Yeah, Kat's out stealing pigs. You fucking trust that yeah. guy? <laughs> hey, dude, when he came back with it, though, fuck yeah. Thank you, Kat. So they do the they do the whole. What happened to your nose, though, bro? Oh, I mean, this guy is fucking. He looks like a bulldog's asshole. He fucking. <laughs> he's incredible in this movie. With this... All, obviously, with all due respect to his family. We shout out to uh, Louis uh, Wolheim at Stanislaus yeah, he's, Kaczynski. He's very good in this. He uh, he unfortunately he got stomach cancer the year after this and passed away. So he doesn't make a ton of uh, talkies. Uh, his uh, his run in the silent era, but uh, really good in this. No acting nominations for All Quiet on the Western Front, which I found kind of uh, strange. That seems it seems strange. I think there's. I mean, I didn't see any of the other. I tried watching the divorcee, but I could only get it on my phone. Yeah, I mean, he's the only guy that I think stands out enough that I would go like, yeah, give throw it to him. But ah, fuck it. He maybe he wasn't good enough. Um, 
Yeah, but this this fucking first trench thing, you really get a sense of uh, just how absolutely dog shit this life is. Uh, when that, yeah, in the tr- when they're in that, uh, the one that gets like uh, caved in. Yeah, they're in the bunker just playing rats. They're just playing cards for days, and they're just all just nonstop just fucking bombs going off over their heads, yeah. and they're just stuck yeah. underground like fucking moles. And then it, and then, and then it does eventually collapse, and then they are uh, just a infestation of rats come in, and then they just start clubbing rats with whatever they can. Shovels, dude. They're like club them to death, mashing them. And I'm like, and then I thought they were going to eat these rats. Yeah, and maybe they eventually did. I don't know. They do at some point. But they shovel all the rats, and then they all just collapse onto the. Yeah, pile he's like, of- "All right, that's it. Lie down." And they all just lie down on these dead rats, desiccated rat corpses. I don't, dude. I mean, yeah, they. I get- that's when I would have packed up and gone AWOL. Guys, this war isn't for me. It ain't good, dude. They. Uh, I'm they- going to Canada. How do I get there from here? They eventually are able to. You know, I I couldn't make heads or tails of the fights of I. It seems like all they're doing is just fighting over land that's just absolutely been devastated and destroyed. It's completely useless. Nobody would ever fucking want it ever again. Yeah. Um, but they they take whatever they're trying to do. They get their objective. They gain the next six trenches, and then the French have to go back three trenches, and then tomorrow they'll trade those six trenches. And I mean, that's that's what that shit was, dude. Like the Battle of Verdun in World War One. It was just it. It's insane. It's like literally fighting over mud. Yeah. And just just slaughter. They uh like they... I couldn't I couldn't even like even I keep saying it, but I literally I could not imagine having to do that fucking trench warfare. Dude, I don't I I'm not getting wild. in and out of trenches with a fucking backpack I and steps. fucking I need stairs. I don't want a ladder. Yeah. It doesn't have a railing. Is this OSHA? <laughs> Does it? It doesn't even have a railing on it. Guys, the tread, the there. treads on these. One tread is thirteen inches. <laughs> one six inches. Who the fuck put these together? I got a bad hip, guys. Come on. Just because we're in war doesn't mean we have to live like fucking animals. Yeah. What uh, is this? How we're gonna carry on after the war? Unbelievable. I hope not. They uh they get uh so they finish up this fucking battle and then they get to go back to. Wherever they get food from, I don't know. And they all get their rations, and they all get, they're all, like, fucking stuffed to the gills. They're like, ooh, eating fat on the hog because half of them are dead. So there just happens yeah, to be an excess. Yeah, the guy doesn't want to serve them. He's like, oh, no, we got to wait for everybody. And they're like, this is it. Yeah. We had 150. We got 80 people left. So they all, but they all get double food, and they're all fucking like, mm, yum, yum, yum. That's got to be pretty exciting, even it, though the food looked fucking hard. Yeah, bad, dude. And then they have to go back to the front the next day. They get like a fucking one day break, and then then we have this is Cat's got the great. He's got a great monologue about how uh, instead of war, they should just get all the leaders in their underwear and make them fight it out with clubs. Yeah, which is maybe that's the way yeah, it should I've, be. I've I've actually sent a couple emails suggesting that to people, but you never get back to me. You know what I mean? Donald Trump versus Justin Trudeau in a fucking just a fist fight <laughs> to determine who gets control of the Canadian border. I mean, I don't. I think you're not current with your world leaders right now. Mm, he's still my president. And uh, dude, I drove through Raynham the other day. There's a, there's a yeah. house. 
during the 2020 election, this guy had this giant fucking Trump, no more bullshit sign in yeah. his yard. It's this huge, beautiful house, this big plot of land. It's got this big, huge, it's like a billboard, right? Far back from the streets and so nobody can fuck with it. I drove yeah. by there. Now he's got, now he's got a thank you, President Trump sign there. But along the street, he has, um, they decorate for Memorial Day in Raynham on the, in the cross section down right in the middle of the town where the library yeah. and the town hall is. They put up these American flags like every 10 feet. It looks nice. It's fucking hokey and whatever, but it's nice. They put up the big American flags. They do it every year. This guy's got in his yard, he's got, I swear to God, Bill, he's got the army flag. He's yeah. got the Navy flag. There's five flags total. Air Force flag. Marine flag. And Marine Trump flag. flag. Confederate flag. Space Force flag. Oh, get the fuck There's up. a Someone fucking that house down. Space Force flag on the road in Raynham. And you know why there is? Because they can get this idiot to buy it. Right. Yep, he went to the fucking... The New Englanders for Trump Dude. store, which I thought was going to close, but turns Dude, out it's so great. It's so uh... There was one of those uh, fucking Trump 2020 no more bullshit signs down in uh, Hanson. You know where Damien's is? No. On uh, 28, the restaurant, like right in that. It's on like a fucking. Bend, is it? A, is this was... in? Is this in the part of Hanson where that office building is, where they put the fucking Obama billboard with the uh, fucking no, Hitler mustache? On, no, that's on the other. That's over in Bridgewater, I think. Oh uh, yeah, you might be right. Close to East Bridgewater, West Bridgewater. Uh, but it was another one of those huge, no more bullshit fucking billboards, dude. It's like, dude, you're fucking running. This is the incumbent, dude. It's like. Papio Daniel in fucking <laughs> Oh Brother Where Art Thou was like, dude, it can't, incumbent can't run on a, that ticket, on a reform ticket. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> but then, like, fucking, dude, after 1 6, dude, the guy, like, took the whole fucking billboard down. Yeah. So, you know, maybe. Uh, so, what you're saying is, God bless. On him anyways. <laughs> God bless. God bless the heroes that are not afraid to fucking bow down to the, to uh, the, the radical left. Well, the heroes that just shut down the. the fucking committee to investigate what happened like we need a committee it all happened on tv yeah we watched it we watched it on your instagram feed it happened (laughs) yeah what the fuck uh one day uh great stuff exceptionalism and whatnot corporal himmelstoss uh-oh big old butt whack himself comes back into the movie (laughs) big old butt whack he shows back up and they immediately are just like hey fuck you yeah this motherfucker's got quite the world war one mustache too and he's like you know my rank and they're like your rank can suck my dick yeah, we don't like give everybody a fuck. on their feet they're like fucking eat it bitch. yeah it's i love that it was so fucking just like not even attempting to fucking have any yeah. respect to this guy that they hate uh and he's gonna go to the front with them and he fucking does exactly what i would do which is curl up into a ball and start to cry I mean, I think it would be very easy to do that. Um, I think it would be the natural reaction. Yeah, of course. I'm not fucking. No, 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 no. And hey, and let's say if if uh, you're listening and you have served, thank you for your service and all that shit. I wish you had. Still, didn't you want to curl up and just cry? Yeah, you shouldn't have had to do any of that stuff. I'm, I wouldn't. I you shouldn't have taken that shit from Himmelstoss, Obviously, no. Fuck that. You guy. You don't deserve that. You're a pretty boy or lady. Uh, this guy, he gets he gets fucking like uh, some guys like <laughs> stop being a bitch, 
And then he does what I would never do, which is go fucking charging headfirst into battle. Like he's just overcompensates for courage and gets himself. Well, that's when that. No, it's the yeah the commanding officer goes by and says to charge, and then all of a sudden it's an order. Oh uh, yeah, Paul. Paul was trying to make him do it, and he was just like curled up. But then all of a sudden it's a it's an order that's coming to him, and he's like, "You heard the order." forward Duh, great shot of him fucking just running across the fucking battlefield it's incredible there's there's some really incredible shots in this just um like, well anyway he, I, it, now in my mind too i i sort of conflate some of it with wings obviously i mean it's a lot of the same yeah like the trench warfare and stuff i mean they're, but, they're fucking the wings handles the sky and this handles the ground and yeah I don't know if oh that was so well put, John. I mean, I don't know if uh, two movies have done a better job of fucking detailing how shitty all aspects of uh, this war were. Uh, well, anyway, that guy Himmelstasso, uh, uh, old buttwhack, he uh, gets himself blown to fuck up. He did. Oh, he did. Um, there's uh, there's an attack in a cemetery uh, where Paul, our lead, is in a trench and then. Up from above comes this fat French soldier, uh, and they have like a little tussle, and then he stabs the guy to death, and then he spends the night with this fucking guy in the yeah. trench, uh, trying to like keep him alive. He's giving him water and shit. Yeah, the guy who played this French soldier was—I I don't have his name in front of me—but he had lost. He was a silent film star. He literally couldn't speak. He had lost his voice somehow in an accident. He. And uh, this was his last film because uh, the talkie era took over and this guy couldn't talk. Was he, uh, had he lost his voice like as as an actor during, the, or was this something like he was mute from uh, I'm not sure. Younger? Uh, or did you not read into it that much? Yeah, Raymond Griffith. Uh, let's see here. Because that must have been disappointing for all the the actors that couldn't speak back when silent films were happening. Yeah. And they were like, hey, this is for me. I can't, I'm not allowed to do it. Now, and then now think of the guys that could only speak. I mean, like, yeah. could, uh, could only hear. That wouldn't shut up. Yeah. It's just like, come on, dude, shut up. We're doing like, this. I'm doing so much cocaine, I just can't stop saying things. I got great ideas, man. I'm going to write a screenplay. <laughs> I'm going to write a screenplay. So it's going to be great. We can fucking, once we get sound of this shit, it's going to be fine. Dude, my cousin knows Nicolas Cage. He was at a party one time, and he's going to give him the script. No, it's going to be fucking great. <laughs> no, listen. It's called The Wizard of Oz, dude. It's going to rock. Yeah, dude, we redo it, but it's it's like, like funk music. You know what I mean? And we, we do, it's all black, and it's going to be fucking great, and we're going to get Diana no, Ross. I was, I, was, I was doing a callback to the 30s. I was saying this is a cocaine fella saying... This is Frank L. Baum, I believe. F. Oh, lightly Bombay. And I was doing a, a riff where uh, I was on coke and I pitched Nicholas the Cage I pitched the Wiz cousin. instead. Pitched the oh, Wiz. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good riff. You, you should listen to what I say. Sometimes it's very you good. Should be you should be proud of that riff. Thank. Sean. You. I am a little bit. Don't let people tell you that it sucked. Nobody told me that. You don't, don't let people tell you you're a bozo for saying it. Uh, Paul is stuck in the trench with this fat French soldier with a mustache. I also want to say... Well, I think uh, that's kind of rude to say. You just told me it was the guy's last film and you're like this fat French fuck. Well, he was fat in French. And uh, uh, I want to give a shout out quick to the German helmet. Uh, what the fuck is this the thing? The only way of 
It's the only way of telling who the hell is on what side. Yeah. Their helmets it's have. black and white, so the uniforms look the same. Their helmets have the, a uh, giant ass the... fucking spike on them. At one yeah. point, one of them plays a funny prank. They're and a puts weapon, his, dude. As they're laying down, he's laying down to get some good night rest in his, his cot. On it. Yeah, it puts it right up the guy's uh, keister. Yeah. A painful. It's a fun prank to play on you, buddy. Um, so uh, Paul's stuck down there. He's got the fucking night. He's talking to the dead body like it's still alive. Uh, he's all fucked up. He gets uh, wounded. He goes to the hospital. Uh, we get the scene where the guy doesn't realize his leg has been amputated. We he doesn't. He doesn't realize that the the guy's dead though. Like when he's talking to him, he thinks he's still alive, and then he tries to give him water later. I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like this dude is just fucking traumatized that he actually he looked a guy yeah, in the oh, eye and absolutely. killed him. Absolutely. So he's just dis- dissociating. It, it's- hey, the first time I killed a fellow while looking him straight in the eye, it fucked me up for weeks. I know you couldn't get that. Hey, second time you were like, "Hey, me up for a couple days." Hey, Third time, do I have to go like to the? Uh, do I have to call a doctor if the boner is naturally going for four hours? I didn't take any medicine. Fourth time, fourth time I did that, it was about six hours. Fifth time, all right, this I got third hours, three hours. Yeah, we got it. Okay, great. It's like the jerk, yeah. but you're the jerk in this you're, equation. You're the fucking jerk for stopping me. I mean, it was. We this. get it. You're gonna fucking every. Who is we? Hour. You don't get to say we. The fucking you listeners. One fucking person. Don't tell me what they get. These guys got they true crime podcasts to get it. back to. They don't want to hear us just talking about fucking old movies. They're not gonna watch forever and ever. We're they... talking about it. World War One was a true crime, baby. Yeah, and we've we've told no true facts about it. <laughs> we haven't. We're not smart. I did it that says fucking. You. Yeah. Just because you're dumb as fuck doesn't mean I ain't. Pretty smart as fuck. Okay. And uh, <laughs> case in point, uh, they go to the the field hospital. They get the they get the scene where the guy doesn't realize his leg's been amputated. Yeah, the kid with the boots, with the yeah. sweet ass boots. Yeah, they just then and then for, this guy with all the tact in the world goes, "Hey, you're not gonna need these anymore on account of not having a leg. Can I have He's them?" Like, well, I know what you mean. I, I know what he's talking about. They, yeah. they amputated my leg. Yeah, was... I don't have any leg anymore. But tell the guy that I am going to have to hop everywhere now. I'll still fight the war, though. I'll get the Kaiser. Oh, wait a minute. The Kaiser's on my side. What do you call the French guy? I'm going to get him. I'll get the French president right now. Hey. That's what it would have been like if Jimmy Stewart... Had been cast in this movie, I think. Yeah, as that part. Yeah, <laughs> as that part. As that one scene part, they would waste Jimmy Stewart as that one guy. Uh, they put, they used uh, Gary Cooper for two minutes in Wings. Come on, bro. Yo, bro, chill out, dog. Oh, Gary Cooper. I gotta do some figure eights before breakfast. Uh, we get the goddamn vacation scene. The whole crew gets to go on uh, furlough. They get to go on a little. Uh, oh, it's about time. They get Is a little bit of when break. Swimming. They go to France, the whole gang, they're getting fucking hammered. And then they take a bath in a river with like a bar of soap. Yeah, and the ladies go by. And they just are fucking just like cartoon wolf hound dogs. It's like, oh, fucking lose it. They get so horny so fast. And they set and up. The a- ladies are like, nah, not that. And then the guy comes swimming. He like swims over with a loaf of bread. And some sausage or something. Yeah. So it's there's three girls, and then there's the three young fellas and Harry Dean Stanton, and they're all bathing together. But Harry Dean Stanton calls dibs because he's the oldest, and he's got uh, 
I don't know. He just, I mean, that's just how it works. You call dibs on things, and you're just like, oh, fuck. It's like calling that's a shot. That's how it works in my life. He said shotgun. I got to give him the front seat. I'm fucked. Uh, I should have been quicker. So he uh, he goes, they go, and they meet up later. So what they do is they have Cat get this dude just fucking shit-faced at the bar. And he's like, well, why are you getting me so drunk? Are you trying to distract me? And he's like, yes. You know it. And then the three young boys go meet up with these three girls. They bring them all the loaves of bread and meat and fucking uh, cheese and shit. And then uh, we could just get a just get a still shot of like a, a vase on a shelf as these boys go to Pound Town. Pound Town. They go. And when, like Paul, Paul sits down. Paul sits down with like the girl who's just all she's doing is like gnawing on the bread. Yeah, because I'm sure and they're he's, so like, fucking hungry. Her hand and shit. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, let's do this. And she's like, let me just get enough food in my stomach so I stop feeling like I'm gonna pass out. Right first. I mean, I I got a mat. Like we don't really get too much of a glimpse into how uh, this war affects the civilians, but. At yeah, least I in mean, this it, scene, they seem pretty fucked up by it. Yeah, I mean, the, the how couldn't you be? I mean, the soldiers themselves aren't getting food. Yeah, because they're in. This is in France, right? Because these are French girls. Yeah. So they all. But they're they're on leave. Are they fighting? They're in France. I think they're in France because then he gets furloughed to go home to visit his family, and that's a different. And they keep saying push on to Paris. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, when he, yeah, he gets furloughed and he goes, after he gets, he gets injured before that, though, right? Yeah, so I think, I think this is like their break. They just have a couple of days off in France. They find a village. They go in. They fuck all the women and drink all the beer. Then uh, he gets furloughed. He goes home, and that's when he realizes in Germany, nobody, like, it's just like here. Whenever there's a war, we're just like, oh, wards, you know, pew, 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 tanks, boom, bomb. We don't yeah. have any understanding of it. And you go home, and it's just like... Oh, nobody knows. They put out ribbons and yellow flags, and they tell you you're a hero and right. tell you what you should do to finish it off. Like the old men sitting at the table. Yeah. And he goes back to the school, and the, the fucking guy's recruiting kids. The and teacher's he's telling the same fucking dude, doing the same fucking pitch. Dude. And, but the kids are even younger looking now. Yeah, they're like 16 now. That's fucking brutal, dude. And it's been, what, it's been two, he said two or three years? So yeah. it's like, dude, you you said back then, it's like, it'll be a quick war. And he's like, and you're just churning them out. And then the kids start calling him a coward. And it's like, dude, you haven't. Shut the fuck up, kid. It's fucking, it's pretty wild, man. I, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a, uh, wow. I mean, that's it's like a, a really good movie. Dude. It's a classic staple of, uh, you know, anti-war. I just watched Dead Presidents the other day. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, it's yeah, fucking it's great. Flick. But it's the Chris same Tucker? thing. Where, uh, yeah, Chris Tucker and uh, Lorenz Tate. But L- Lorenz Tate ends up staying in Vietnam for like five years because he's like, I just got, I, I don't know how to live back home. Nobody understands yeah. what I've gone through. This is the only place that like makes sense to me anymore. So this guy, he goes home. All Dude, these people like are like Brooks Hadlin, institutionalized in Shawshank. He, uh, he, he. I don't know if he reenlists or he's still in the army. I don't know what it is, but he goes back to the front, like just like. After he meets all these fucking new young kids that call him a coward, he goes fucking right back into it, and now he's the fucking jaded well, he's guy. A, no, he was just he was just on leave. He was just on furlough. He had to go back. Oh yeah, all right. 
But he goes back. When he goes back, it's all changed. It's you know, there's only a couple of his old buddy. Now he's the fucking grizzled old vet, and these new young yeah. guys are coming in, going, "Where's the food?" So all sixteen year old kids, like, "We're hungry. I'm not eating sawdust. Where's my blanket? <laughs> Where can I get some pussy?" Uh I will find that eventually for you. Yeah. Uh, but he meets up with Cat. That's who he wants to meet up with. Old Catcher's Man himself. And uh, and they talk about how nobody understands what they're going through and all this shit. And they're out in just the route one day and a bomb fucking falls and snaps his leg in half. He just breaks his shin, which. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that sucks. When they're walking, too, and he's telling Cat, Paul's telling Cat about how, like, all the old timers saying, oh, just march on to Paris. And Cat's like, you know what kind of tanks they got now? He's like, they have these things that are just, they have all the equipment, all the soldiers. We have no food. We have, you know. He's like, our cannons are dropping shells on on our own guys because they're so worn out. It's fucking wild, dude. He's like, they have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, Yeah, and they just, uh, they don't. It's just, I mean, it's the fucking. Dude, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's, if this movie was made today, it would, like, they'd change the message. Uh, they would find yeah. a way to change the message. They'd American Sniper it. Wow, yeah, dude. I mean, American Sniper is, I was thinking of that movie while I was watching this, because that's another movie where a guy goes home and he doesn't know how to, uh, and The Hurt Locker is like that a little bit too, but The Hurt Locker is a yeah, little I less th- propaganda-y. But it's yeah. like they come home and it's like they're just in the grocery store and they don't know how to fucking. They don't understand what anything is. Like, it just dehumanizes you in a way that sucks. And we should do it because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, and then every July 4th, we celebrate by lighting fireworks. Well, I mean, what, are we not going to light up fireworks, Bill? That horrify all these people with <laughs> post-traumatic stress syndrome. Plus, uh, the puppy dogs don't like it, Sean. They don't you know, care that for a puppy it at dog all. doesn't like that. Uh, Cat gets uh, he's the bomb, so he's carrying them back. And uh, another bomb yeah, goes and he's off. Ta- they're talking. He's like telling them about reminiscing about all the things that happened in the movie. Remember when you told yeah. us about the bombardment, and remember when you brought the pig in. Well, anyway, he dies. Uh, yeah, he stops talking for a while. Yeah, and he brings him back. He's like, drops oh. him down. They're like, ah, you could have saved your time. Ah, boy, uh, how's your back? Could you, you could have just... just left him in the woods in this strange land. Yeah, uh, and then... Uh, Sean, can I just say, if if this happens with you and me, please carry my body back no, to my house. No, absolutely not. Do it, dude. At least bring me back to a Jeep. Dude, when they, when, they, when, they, when they bump the age of the draft up to, I don't know, 55, and we both get fucking sucked into <laughs> World War Three, I am leaving yeah. you wherever the fuck you blow up, because guess what? I'll, I promise... I probably will have blown up, too. I promise that if... Uh, you get killed first, I will cut your thumb off so that they can identify the body. Thank you very much. When I eventually turn the thumb into your family. And if you die first... I'm I'll a- probably forget it will sit in my glove compartment for fucking... Until I trade in the car. If but- if you die first, Bill, this is my promise to you. I'm going to cut off both your ears and put them on my belt. <laughs> both of them? Yeah, dude. That's two different ears. They're not going to check to see if they're the same fucking ear. I used to have two earrings in this ear, oh. so that seems like it would be more valuable than this dumb ear. But what? Oh yeah, no, yeah. Everybody knows that an ear with holes in it is more valuable than an ear without no, holes. No, because if you could put uh, jewelry in. Oh, fun! So you could bedazzle your ear belt. My ear belt. <laughs> um, Good stuff, brother. 
uh, yeah, so he goes back. Cat, cat's dead, and then he's back at the in the fucking trench, dude. Yeah, we get the heat. He's got the like sixteen year old kids just trying to scoop water out of the trench with yeah. these little pails. And he sees a he sees a butterfly. The international language of love. See, the international sign for sexual intercourse. He sees the, the he sees the butterfly. That? He sees uh, it represents transformation, metamorphosis. He reaches out for the butterfly, and he get got. He done. He got shot by an Asian man, I think. Uh, no, probably not. Frenchman. All right. I don't think uh, he didn't look French. Well, eh, it's the thirties. Ethnic. You went. You jump right to Asian man. What's that? What's that? No, but from his from his mustache. If you go back and you look at his What, mustache. did he have a Fu Manchu mustache? What the fuck are you talking it about? It was similar. It was like a... Uh, I'll have to go back and look. I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I'll send you over the picture. I just watched it. Dude, I've watched this thing three times. Yeah, we detail, know. Brother. It's fucking great. I don't have the time. I, I got to watch the divorcee. Dude, whatever. Why are you freaking out? I don't know. You why? love war. Why am I freaking out? Uh, and then uh, one of the great final uh, fucking credit scenes is just that the field of white crosses oh yeah with them looking back and, and it's super up that hill. superimposed and then the fucking each soldier just looks back it's yeah it's so great fucking dude. brutal dude what a what a brutal uh film it's it's really uh pretty incredible um it was and the jump though to go from the silent to that you know to the shit with the Broadway melody last week. It's fucking insane. And then, dude, they really managed to uh, work out sound in the nine months between or whatever. Here's what uh, Variety, Variety, America's uh, pre- the spice of life. premier entertainment newspaper. Here's what they had to say about this Wait a film. minute. That's the Patriot ledger, and we all know it. This is what they said about the film at the release. The League of Nations could make no better investment than to buy up the master print. Reproduce it in every language to be shown in all the nations until the word war is taken out of the dictionaries. It is. I agree. Yeah. Uh, this movie was banned in uh, Nazi Germany. Not unsurprisingly. Um, they, it premiered there and they quickly were like, yeah. fuck this. Uh, Nazi brown shirts under the control, under the command of Joseph Goebbels, disrupted the viewings by setting off stink bombs throwing sneezing powder in the air and releasing white mice in the theaters, eventually escalating to attacking audience members perceived to be Jewish and forcing projectors to shut down. Nazis have always been just the funniest of the people. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah, nothing like a couple of, <laughs> what, what pranks, somebody yelled fire in the crowded theater, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just fucking, fucking the, uh, bad baton to the head. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean maybe if the movie hadn't have been banned, maybe, uh, you know. Uh, World War Two wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty incredible picture. Pretty incredible. Highly recommended. Picture. We get this is not a Boondock Saints at all. No, dude. This is uh, this is a movie. If if you uh, if you uh, have any affinity for war films, uh, if you loved war, if you loved. Which I think death. If you love bullets and guns, if you like mud, if you're a fan of young boys, if you're a fan of boys talking to young boys, if you're a fan of boots, if you like fa- fine leather boots, if you like if you like meals ready to eat, MREs, rations, if you like tobacco, if you like cigarettes, 
if you like boy on boy love. Get it? Nothing else? You ran out of things? I did. I was just trying. You know, I was just going to take a little quick little nap. You were doing a list. That's fine. Oh, if you love naps. I do. Uh, yeah, if you like if you like war movies you haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, this is uh, as good as Saving Private Ryan and any of those shits. Absolutely. Uh, it's fucking pretty, pretty remarkable uh, film. Very well deserving of the award. Oh, I love to see hear you talk like this, Sean. It's, to say, hey, this is how I feel about a thing, and I'll let you know. Uh, I mean, it. Look, of the three that we've we've watched thus far, this is easily the best one that we've seen. I, oh, I by think. far, uh, by far. And I mean, I I really like Wings, but just the fact that it's not a silent film, you know, it. Uh, next eclipses it, but Wings is fantastic. And next still. week we have uh, a film, uh, one of uh, three westerns to ever win the top honor at the Academy Awards. This is the first. Can you name the other two? To win westerns, I know that uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, The Unforgiven, Unforgiven was one, right? Yep. And uh, and then two years earlier from Unforgiven. Kevin Costner. Oh, uh, Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. And then our film for next week, the 1931 pre-code epic western directed by Wesley Ruggles, Cimarron. What is uh, pre-code epic western? Is that we, before they yeah, made, like, rated R? We're going to talk about the Hayes Code in a couple of weeks. Because it is fascinating. Right now, all of oh, I think uh, we oh, we have right. talked I, about I it. I know what we're talking, but yeah, we'll we we'll bring it up when it kicks into a gear because you're going to notice a shift in the um, more adult or lurid aspects of the films are gone. Yeah, because they all of a sudden have the government saying, "Uh, uh-uh, you can't be naughty anymore." Come on, let us be sexy. This is how we were born. So, baby, we were born this way. I think it's 1934 that goes into effect, and then that lasts till about the end. Let of Let us shake our naughty bits for a little while. End of the 50s, screen. they start ignoring it, and then by the 60s, it's out. But the Hayes Code, it's coming, baby. But this is a pre-code western, so that means. Tits and dicks for dicks, days. Dicks flipping all over the screen. Cimarron. We'll watch it next week. I'm going to say goodbye. Why are you going away already, Sean? Have you fallen into the trench and now you need somebody to help you get out of the trench? Because I just swept this part of the trench and I'm not going to get back to this section probably until next week because I have to see. Here's what I got to do I got to sweep the trench. And then I got to get all of the bugs out of the trench. Do you know how many bugs can fall into a trench over the course of one war? It's mosquitoes. You got mosquitoes. You got fleas. You got ticks. You got uh, silver bugs. You got stink bugs. You got spiders. You got tarantulas, which are another kind of spider, but bigger. So I count them as a different thing. And then you got big tarantulas, which is, once again, another kind of tarantula, another kind of spider, but bigger than the baby tarantula. Oh, then there's baby tarantulas. All right, fuck this noise. Sean, did you leave or are you coming back? Because I got to get out of here. I got a war to fight. I got to find some I gotta find some rations for my troops. They're getting younger, too. I got, like, 14-year-old kids now. Walking around with their Nintendo Switches. They don't know how to fight a war. 
They want it. They're like, oh, I'll fight Zelda. And I'm like, who the fuck is Zelda? And they're like, oh, you want to try it? I'm like, could I use it for a little bit? And they're like, no, you can't use my Switch. And I'm like, well, you get out of my army then. I don't want you in my goddamn army anymore. You jerk. And then usually like three or four of the 14-year-olds will jump on me and kick me to shit. All right, see you next week.